if it is or if it ain't, it's gonna come out. Everybody, it's your girl Miracle Sims, and you're listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is June the 17th, 2023, and today the topic is the unrepentant heart. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy Saturday, everybody. I hope that you all had a fabulous Friday. Mine was just fine, but if you care about my day uh, yesterday, then y'all got to tune in to the after show because I just feel it to get on into the juice this morning. And listen, if you're listening to me on a podcast and you're like, man, Miracle, I want to know about your day, X, Y, and Z, then leave me some comments on the co- on the podcast and I'll see what the Lord do about me, you know, going back to telling my day in the beginning of the juice and things like that. But until then, until the Lord said, go ahead and do it, uh, I don't know, but I'll still take it, you know, under consideration, that's what I'm saying, if you leave me a comment or something like that, be like, oh, I miss hearing about your day, you're making me have to search for it on YouTube, <laughs> whatever the case is, but yeah, let's get into this conversation about the unrepentant heart, y'all, um, how did I get to this topic today, well, long story short, um, I woke up at the sound of my alarm, I hit the snooze, um, Kind of, kind of tried to rest again until 4.30. Um, listen to the prayer meditation. I did all the stuff. I didn't look up the time I woke up. Because, again, when I woke up at my regular time, then I, I don't know. It doesn't stand out to me to look it up. But, anyway, um, I listened to the prayer meditation and all that was good. Don't really remember it at the moment. But, you know, just being honest. Uh, it was good when I was listening to it, though. <laughs> and um, afterwards, I was just... Um, I guess I got a little bit distracted at some point um, because there was a couple of things that stood out to me um, that I had come across this morning, I think, as well as that I heard on the prayer meditation. And I was trying to reflect on that to remember what it was. Ended up going to GodQuestions.org. And something I I can't say at the moment uh, exactly what it was or the phrase or whatever the case is, but something had me do like a deep dive into... um, like looking up the answers to questions like you know why did god create us i think that's what it was like that was one of the first questions that came into my heart and mind as i was like clearing my mind and trying to figure out you know what the lord wanted me to talk about today and stuff um i think that's why i looked up first i looked up like why did god create us and then um i saw that they had some sub topics that you know went along went along those lines and whatnot So I ended up reading that one and then I ended up reading another one that was like, why did God create me Um, and everything like that. They had more articles as well, like about purpose and all that type of stuff. But you guys can go deeper and look into those things on your own if you feel led to do so. Um, Again, that's gotquestions.org and everything like that. But after I read those first two, um, then I believe that's when I came across another article and it was called, what... 
uh, should a Christ-centered life look like? And so after reading that one, um, that's what ultimately led me to this this idea of the unrepentant heart. Um, because, I mean, the Bible has a lot to say about, you know, us coming to Christ and, you know, coming with our whole heart and different things of that nature. Um, and then there's people, again, we, we say and do that with our mouths, right? But we don't do that in our hearts. Um for whatever reason, um, we, we probably can come up with all the excuses and have all the reasons to do that or to live unrepentantly. Or maybe we think that we have time or maybe we, again, take God's grace and mercy for granted. Whatever the reasons may be, um, it's like we live with an unrepentant heart. And so that's what my my heart and mind kind of was, you know, I guess resonating with this morning. I ended up going to, you know, openbible.info and looking up verses centered around the unrepentant heart. And um, these are the verses that stood out to me this morning. At some point, <laughs> as I was reading these verses and whatnot, you know, it's I felt myself like being rocked to sleep, and then I would wake up, uh, whatever. I feel like I would have some bring something to my heart and mind and make me wake up, and then say if they would happen to something else. Um, I don't know if I want to go too deep. I won't get too too deep. But there was a friend of mine that came into my heart and mind, and <laughs> um, when she came in my heart and mind, I was like. Okay, I'll just pray for, you know. Um, but I felt led to text her. I'm like, Lord, it's like five something in the morning. Like, um, but next thing I know, I was getting ready to rock to sleep and then I got I woke up and it was five fifty five and I looked that up in the Strong's Concordance and um one of the words meant stronger or something like that, and the other word meant um uh man, it's the main word that got me to go ahead and do it, but whatever it was, um Anyway, after reading whatever it was, I looked at the Strong's Concordance and whatever that phrase was led me to go ahead and do what I what the Lord had told me to do earlier, which was to text her. So I was like, hey, girl, thought about you, praying for you. Hope all is well. And that's what ultimately woke me up completely to go ahead and do the juice this morning. So, so God be the glory for different things, you know what I'm saying? Um, I hope that me being obedient um, was right on time for her and and it was right on time for me. And hey, I guess I'm right on time for you, whoever you are listening to the sound of my voice this morning. So let's get into this conversation, y'all. The unrepentant heart. These are the verses that stood out to me this morning. Romans 2 and 5. It says, but because your hard and impotent heart, or excuse me, because of your hard and impotent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath. When God's righteous judgment will be revealed. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we starting up to get heavy this morning. Like, I mean, but on the flip side, I mean, this is what we do when we have an unrepentant heart. Um, and then we have no one to blame but ourselves. Like I said yesterday, right? We talk about all about, you know, feeling like we got, what do they call it? Like, like superhero syndrome or something like that. At the end of the day, the only one that stands in the gap for us is Jesus. No one else can stand in the gap for us and our choices at the end of the day. And so um, because of that, right, if we're unrepentant and we don't accept Jesus and all that type of stuff, this is the type of um, effects that we have. And this is what, you know, the alternative is um, according to the Bible. And so, whew, I mean, it might be pulp. We might not want to hear that this morning, you know. <laughs> It might be something where it's like, uh, you know, again, 
I guess the thing is about this situation again, when when you realize that it's you and your choices at the end of the day, it's a hard pill to swallow, right? Because you don't have no one else to blame, no one else to point the finger at. We like to point the finger at God, we like to point the finger at others and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's really you and your heart and what you decide to do with the message of Christ. And you can't blame nobody else for that. Like, you can be like, oh, well, my upbringing and da-da-da-da-da. But if you heard the gospel in any form or fashion, you can't even use that as an excuse. Um, I guess past the age of, um, what they call it? The age of, um, I don't know the phrase right now. Y'all y'all know it's early in the morning. But there, uh, when you get past a certain age, um, and I mean like physical age, like, you know, age, age, or whatever the case is, then... It's on you, you know, and, and hard pill to swallow, but hey, there it is. <laughs> first verse, first verse of the morning. So here we go. Then we got First John 1 and 8. It says, um, yeah, okay. It says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Again, we go through life and think like, oh, you know, this whole sin thing, there's no da 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 like, um, shout out to, uh, again, Frank Turek and uh, the people over there at uh, Cross-Examine. I don't know if I got their link on my thing. I, I usually talk about them and say that I need to put it up here. But, um, yeah, Cross-Examine, y'all can look them up on um, YouTube. I'm sure they got a website and all that as well. Like, you know, they have these deep conversations, y'all, all the time. And, you know... I guess the thing about life, man, is that, again, we can pretend like, you know, oh, everything happened by chance and, you know, all this type of stuff. And people take on that that mindset. Actually, it reminds me of the conversation I had yesterday. Uh, my One of the future guests of the Juice, at some point he was talking about evolution. And I'm like, well, listen, I'm going to have to confirm that this is a Bible-believing program. You can say whatever you want to say, but, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, there's going to be things that I may not fully agree with my guests that come on the GSL. That's a whole other conversation. But um, people take on the mindset that everything just happened from nothing and stuff like that. And um, and you can do that. You got the free will to do that, you know. Um, but I think, again, there's a lot of things that, again, like Frank Turek said, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Like, you have to have a lot of faith and negate a lot of things to believe that. Like, you have to negate your own yourself, your own body. You know, everything you see around us. Um, like I said, even if we just think about just the human body alone. Like, it's just... Not just to say magnificent, but I mean, it's a magnificent creation. Very intricate. Each and every one of us. And for that to happen from nothing doesn't make sense to me. It may, may, may make sense to other people. But <laughs> that doesn't, like, fully make sense to me. It, it only shows, like creation creator but hey you know some people don't want to receive that and so as they don't receive that right if we don't receive what the bible has to say about how the earth began all these different type of things then we're you know we're we're going down the line of whatever else that we don't receive as well and so then there there's this thing where we're, we're telling ourselves oh, oh you know there's no sin there's no right and wrong you know your truth my truth everybody got a truth whatever the case is and um, I think deep down we know inside that that's not accurate because <laughs> in my Frank Turek voice, when someone says there's there's no truth, and then you just ask them, is that true? <laughs> 
but it's real. It's just that simple, like in some ways, and it's and it's funny and laughable sometimes. But it's not funny. This verse isn't funny though. You know, this it's it's very heavy and again hard choice. If you're saying that you have no sin, right? You're just deceiving yourself according to the Bible, according to what this verse is saying, and it's and it's plainly saying, and the truth is not in us. Or you, or however, you know. Um, yeah, it says, if we say, yeah, so if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And that's the thing. You have no one else to blame but you. At the end of the day, I don't know why the Lord keep reiterating that. <laughs> but there's no one else to blame. Even if you be like, well, I heard it from such and such and such. Da -da. Like, ooh, okay. Well, mm, all right. So let me show you. Um... So again, I'm going back to cross-examine and Frank Turek. The other day I was listening, and I feel like I listened to this before, but I was started listening to it the other day when I was at work. It was um a debate between Frank Turek and I believe his name was Christopher Hitchens, Hitchens or Hutchins, one of them. And apparently he's this very prolific atheist debater, all this type of stuff. Sound very eloquent. He has a little British not say little British accent, but has the British accent. Sounds very intelligent. I'm sure a very intelligent man, X, Y, and Z. Um him alongside like people like Stephen Hawkins and all these people, right? They go through life. They they say that there's no God. They say that there's uh, no no this no that, and then they proclaim it. They you know get on their soapboxes and 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 become a stumbling block. And I'm pretty sure many people's way and whatnot. Um, but at the end of the day, um, those gentlemen, both Stephen Hawking and Christopher Hutchins, from what I understand, are both deceased at this point, and so they know. They know at the end of the day, what we don't know, right? What we still debate about and things like that. Um, and not to, to laugh or anything, because um, I, I don't want to make light or, or whatever um, of the situation, because, again, if they had, if they continue with their unrepentant heart, the Bible says, like, where they are and what's going on and all that type of stuff, and that, that's the Lord's judgment on them. They don't have nothing to do with me. But I reflect on individuals like that, um, because I, I do wonder, like, if they had the opportunity, right, to come and talk to us again, now that they actually know, um, I wonder if their heart has changed, right? I wonder if they would or could or whatever do or say things differently. Like, once you know at that, at the end of your life, whatever the case is, or once we're gone or whatever the case is from earth, I mean, then, I mean, it's too late, though, um, and there's biblical accounts of what that's like as well, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I mean, y'all can just go look up what about Lazarus and the and the rich man and all of that, you know, um, and stuff, and so I do wonder, I do think, like, when I come across verses like this, or when I come across, like, you know, again, people that just get on their, their strong stance against the word and, and against the Bible and against Jesus in particular and all this type of stuff, I mean, like I said, for me, and again, I could just talk about me, right? For, I, I would hesitate, for me, as somebody that's read the Bible and stuff, I kind of would hesitate to become a stumbling block. But that's me, you know? Um, I, I would be like, mm, that, that just like a second ago, I hesitate to like condemn those gentlemen, even though they had such a strong stance in their lifetime and whatnot. Um, and so I, but I still hesitate because not just fear of God, but respect to God and what, you know, respect for people and families and all that stuff, you know, out of respect and love for people and whatnot, you know, I still, you know, hesitate to become a stumbling block, right? In people's way, um, 
and whatnot. And so, but some people don't, don't, again, I guess it's that hardened, unrepentant heart that makes certain people make certain choices and stuff. And so, I mean, get into the word to see what the alternatives is and stuff. We all can, you know, debate and ask the questions and see where the Lord, you know, leads us and stuff like that. But anyway, something to think about. So John 12 and 48, it says the one who rejects me and does not receive my words have a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. Oh, Lord, like I feel like this whole thing might be <laughs> this whole thing might be pumped this morning. It might be something <laughs> that nobody wants to hear. Y'all probably like miracle. What kind of inspiration is this? Well, I hope that this encourages you and inspires you to, um, you know, take your opportunity of life. Right. To, you know, maybe look at some things differently. Right. Maybe read these verses for yourself and let them marinate on your heart, souls and minds. You know, if the Lord is leading you to go deeper, there's some verses in the go deeper section that I, I think shows a little bit more of the importance of, you know, these choices and, you know, I guess softening your heart, you know, hardening not our heart against the Lord and things of that nature. Um, and, you know, I guess ultimately this is the juice this morning. I, I, <laughs> yeah, like I said, it might be pulpy. We might not like it, but hey, that's the juice. <laughs> this is the juice. Now, the Bible verse of today is Luke 6 and 36 and it says be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful you know what friends I hope that you all enjoyed this juice this morning thank you so much for listening to God sex and love you're the little of inspiration the juice I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day and I look forward to talking to you all on Monday if the Lord's will. Again, if you guys want to hear the, uh, you know, what happened to my day yesterday and whatever other commentary the Lord asked me to share beyond that, then um, check me out live on YouTube and Facebook and all those places, those that are listening to the podcast. But yes, I look forward to talking to y'all on Monday if the Lord's will. Bye-bye. Everyone is stuck at home, but life is still happening around us every day birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, and celebrations. Send your friends and family the gift of wine from the comforts of home. Wine shop at home with Miracle of Wine. Wine, gift baskets, wine accessories, and more at miracleofwine.com.